Listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fines, is there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Including the vehicles that get us there. Yeah, I'm. I my name's Chase. I'm the local Ogden mechanic. We're gonna be talking about cars today. <laughs> so Chase has spent a lot of money on his car, so much so that he decided to sell it. Yep. And I think I just spent more money than Chase on my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not keep. How much did you spend in the, like the last two months of ownership of that vehicle? Like four thousand. Four thousand. Yeah. And it's and it was a Tundra. Yeah. Yikes. And I just spent 6500 on a new transmission for my Land Rover. Yeah, it mm, bites. I, I got it yes, back from the shop yesterday. And it was interesting because yesterday was the day that Ford dropped the bomb on the world, which was the Ford Bronco Ford making its comeback. Bronco. Yeah, and it is sweet. It is sweet, yeah. I've never been a Bronco fan. When I hate the Broncos. Denver in, Broncos suck. Oh, I'm a Dallas Broncos. Cowboys fan, which I just which got. Also, and now I'm getting hate just mail. just as bad. Yeah. yeah they all but suck. I grew up in Utah, and everybody in Utah is either a 49ers fan or a Broncos fan, and I hate both those teams just because. Um, but the Ford Bronco, I don't associate it, and I don't associate it with O.J. Simpson, <laughs> who made it famous, infamous, terribly. Um but the so they had a little brand image for a while they had to and they just went they went off the, <laughs> they just got rid off of the it. market they're yeah. like yeah we're not doing anything for a while so and so, i'm still trying to figure out what what vehicles what what's the, what is it an offspring of you know this new ford bronco it's, it it's, looks like it looks like the old bronco Kind no, of not really. Though. Okay, it, do me a favor. Yeah, like the like the not the '90s Bronco, but like the like '80s the, Bronco. I guess it does. Uh, yeah. Do, do this, Chase. Look up um, a Defender any year, but the new ones. Okay, it looks. Like look up a Land Rover Defender. Defender. Well, wait a minute, and then look at the brand new Defender, and it's like the change. In other words, you're like you're like okay, what does it look like? Whatever, like it doesn't look like the old Broncos, but look at how drastically old Defenders that's, have changed compared to what they just released in no, that's very 2020. True. It's well, yeah, yeah, no, I I I see that, and like look at the um, the Ford Mustang is completely different. Like cars evolve, right? Yeah, I'm sticking with the Jeeps and the but but Broncos and Land Rovers. I still think it. It looks a lot like other cars that are on the market, like a mix of a lot of different cars. So not a, sorry, not an '80s Bronco, but a '70s Bronco. 70. Like look at like, this. Like like um, Daniel has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does da- he have a Bronco? Daniel's is a no, he has Land, Land Cruiser. Cruiser. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but um, see, probably that one that 
Okay, that, that, I see the resemblance yeah, there. Yeah, this is a 1970 Ford Bronco here that's... Yeah, I think they pretty much... Okay, so you have a, a two-door, a four-door, and a sport model. It doesn't look like the sport model, the the tops come off the sport model, from what I can tell. But it definitely comes off the two-door okay. and the four-door on the Bronco. And then you were looking at trim levels, Greg. Yeah. I did not. Can you talk about trim levels? Well, so the... Because stock, it's... Is it pretty loaded stock? No, well, or do you, I don't. I don't know all the details of what what is included. It, like stock. the big tires, I think, are stock. <coughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. I think uh, you can either if you get the Sasquatch package, which, which I, I love the name of that. I should, yes, <laughs> you had me at Sasquatch. So, yeah, yeah. So you can get the Sasquatch package, uh, and that'll go on any trim from the base model all the way up, okay. and that includes uh, either thirty-three or thirty-five inch tires. 17 inch beadlock capable wheels bead beadlock ready wheels well uh front and rear locking differential push button right yeah mm -hmm. so cool and uh and some other cool stuff so it's like the sasquatch package takes it from okay to completely off-road ready and you can get that on the base model if you don't want all the frills and the comfort you just want so you don't want the nice stereo or the heated seats or something right. like that it's probably okay yeah so, so if you if you get the base model um it has like that 20 270 horsepower i think you said it's a four-cylinder yeah um if you get the sas watch is it still coming with that same engine yes the base okay it's just the added tires and right other okay yeah now you can get the the, the bigger engine but the smaller engine you can get a manual seven speed manual mm -hmm. but it's only on the smaller engine which that, actually would be would fun be, for off-roading yeah it'd be so sweet so i'm not i've never been a big fan of the bronco like back in the day when i was growing up i would see broncos and and we were just talking about this I, and i've always thought i'd rather have a jeep and you said the same thing. I bought I bought my dream car. So thank you, Christian Slater. In uh, what movie was that? He was driving. He was a rebel, like skater kid or something, in uh, the '80s, I believe. And he was driving a Jeep. I'll look it up. Um, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, that, <laughs> I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be like Christian Slater. <laughs> and I my I worked at um, Albertsons on 40th in Washington. And this kid who his name was also Brandon. Um, drove this CJ5 and it was um, dark maroon purple color with silver flames that you off the front you would only see if the light hit it right looked black at night and it, you could only tell it was kind of colored in the when the sun shines on it in the middle of the day and I thought that is the coolest cool. jeep i've ever seen <laughs> in cool, my life right cool job. and he ended up he's like he wanted to sell it at some point and so i had to have been i happened to have been working long enough that i had some savings and i qualified for a loan for the jeep and i bought it and um the i did not know how to treat a vehicle uh ruined the engine the the front drive shaft like came off i think i left it in because you had to get out and lock the hubs right and i left it in four-wheel drive and went down uh, 89 and um i was i was going down 89 and the front drive shaft belt came through the floorboard <laughs> <laughs> god awful noise i probably i'm lucky i didn't die or roll it and that kind of a thing ended up replacing the engine bored it out put in a new cam and everything uh, you could pop a wheel on it after that. Like you could like pop the clutch and <laughs> like this, like, um, sweet Jeep sold it. Cause, uh, I needed money t to go on a vacation to Alaska. And I still question if that was the right decision, life decision. Yeah. 
the the memories of Alaska lasted a lifetime, but I probably should have found another way to fund that trip is all I'm saying because that was a sweet Jeep. And then I bought one of those 90s and and it's like what you don't do is buy the Jeeps with the square headlights. Right? Yeah. I had, I had, but it was a really nice. Um, I bought that for my uncle who um, it's black and it was fully loaded. Like the whatever package so that like was. Like the Sahara. It was, was not a Sahara. I was oh. never a fan of the Saharas, but it was like a limited something. Yeah. And um oversized tires with the lift and the hard top and soft top and it came with a chrome package it was chrome i thought that was cool at the time now it's probably gaudy and ugly but um yeah and i of course i wasn't really an off-roader i just thought they were cool and i took it to moab a, a couple times um really i think the most fun i had was when i drove it to city of city of the rocks and i haven't been up there for so long but it was all a dirt road at the time to get there right. and um weird weird bird death situation like all these birds were crossing the roads up there and we a friend of mine also had a jeep and we finally got to camping there in city of the rocks and we were just picking birds out of the grills of our oh, jeep <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird wow. yeah anyway so i've been a jeep fan and i also like shiny new objects and this is a shiny new object right. and i've been a jeep fan for so long that i think jeep hasn't really done much to wow me recently they keep things very simple you know yeah. um and i'm not a fan of the, the suv th side of things i'm just like the the wrangler rubicon yeah side but it's a jeep is a jeep man they don't mess with it and so to see a competitor and i think bronco is a solid competitor yeah. I, I think they'll def jeep will definitely lose sales um yeah. or maybe maybe that people more people will buy jeeps because they're stoked on the rivalry you know mm -hmm, competition right. breeds whatever so maybe and they you said they announced the new jeep <laughs> yes yeah, it's yesterday right? <laughs> yeah it's, i think it's brilliant from jeep they uh <laughs> well yeah there's they, your competition they, they probably had it in the works for so long and they're ready to launch it but like we'll launch it whenever the, we hear that ford's the, gonna launch the bronco, the bronco because bronco's been talking about this for like 10 years right two the last two specifically have been putting everything together to, for the launch and then right. of course jeep's like <laughs> <laughs> we, so yeah, we got a little something, something going on too. I haven't seen it really anywhere in the media. So Bronco did dominate the media, but right. So um, yeah, Jeep announced a uh, well, it's a concept vehicle, but I think they're hoping to get it out. And I've I've heard rumors that the reason why it hasn't come out, um, and, well, maybe I should tell you what it is. It's a 6.2 liter V8 Jeep. Oh. Um, so big V8 engine in there, a huge V8 engine in there. It's like 450 horsepower power and a ridiculous amount of torque. And 37-inch wheels or tires out of the factory. Tow all the things, go all the places. With yeah. that, yeah. that 2-inch factory lift. Yeah, 2-inch factory lift. So that it's essentially the Bronco looks awesome, amazing out of the factory, 35-inch tires, and then Jeep's like, oh, yeah, well, we've got a 37-inch tire <laughs> yeah. out of the factory. So, um, locking divs front and rear for the Jeep and and the Bronco. Um, the Jeep Rubicon has the electronic sway bar disconnect. Bronco announced that they've got a, uh, some sort of a their own, hydraulic... Their own version, right? Yeah, sway bar type disconnect. Although, so the front... The front suspension on the Bronco is independent suspension, whereas on the Jeep it is uh, solid axle. Solid axle is better for rock crawling usually because you get better articulation, but it's not as good for like high-speed desert running and stuff, going fast on bumpy roads. It doesn't absorb the 
the bumps as much. And so if you look at the Bronco videos, you see him going down these bumpy roads super fast. It just looks fun. Yeah, it does. On a Jeep, it just wouldn't handle that quite no. as well because that solid axle, it just doesn't ride And I think, nice. and we were talking about this before we started, I think uh, Jeep, Jeep person is going to buy a, a Jeep because you can customize it and it's fairly specific slash um, the pop top thing is kind of a fun idea but bronco's taking that side right so the more useful um i think that the broncos is, is you can use for more things out of the box or whatever like off the lot you can use it for more things than without having to add anything on than than a jeep um i mean so if I, I mean, they're so similar. Like if the two-door Bronco or the four-door Bronco and the two-door Jeep, four-door Jeep. Um, if you compare like the uh, like the Rubicon top spec Rubicon versus the the top spec Bronco with the Sasquatch package or whatever, they're going to be real similar. Mm -hmm. I think the Rubicon gets 33-inch tires out of the factory versus 35-inch tires. But other than that, they're going to be real similar in their capability. I think they're probably two of the only vehicles that out of the factory could go and actually drive like the Rubicon trail or some of the hard trails in Moab without so tell me why completely killing themselves. I should drop $80,000 on a Defender <laughs> versus so, 50 on a fully loaded Jeep or So I'm Bronco. I that is a good question that I'm not <laughs> able to answer. I've 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 always loved Defenders. Have you seen the Ineos Grenadier? No. No, mm -hmm. but I should say I was mm -hmm. at the Land Rover dealer uh, yesterday, and the sticker on the Land Rover in the parking lot, which it wasn't even that, like, I'm like, okay. It was silver or gray, whatever, and it didn't have, like, nice wheels. It was 80000 80, was the sticker price wow. on that freaking Defender. Yeah. I watched a video this morning on YouTube of some guy uh the land rover dealership in denver taking the new defender off-road and it was going up a gnarly trail and doing well like it was sweet um so they're they're awfully capable i don't think it's going to be more capable than the bronco or the wrangler in fact i think it's going to be less capable probably nicer to drive around town probably That's more nicer, of a luxury factor probably nicer to drive with the family probably a better family vehicle um probably a better touring vehicle if you want to drive long distances and still go off-road but just for a toy it's like you can pull a trailer with the defender you can't with the bronco or the wrangler not a big one 3500 uh, pounds is as big as you can tow with either the wrangler or the bronco but you can pull like 8,000 pounds with the defender so you can pull a trailer with the defender um you can go off road it'll go it'll go pretty much anywhere you want to go it'll fit the family more comfortably it's going to be quieter it's going to be all those things but it's not a toy like the bronco or the jeep is which is what's so mm -hmm. cool about it. you can't take off the doors you can't take off the top like the old defender you could but yeah not maybe defender missed the boat with that yeah so which is why i mentioned the ineos grenadier so there's a company out of the UK called Ineos. They're like a petrochemical company or something like that. And they're the guy in charge or the owner or something like that is a big time vehicle, uh, uh, particularly Fnatic. a Defender lover. And so he and his buddies were at the pub 
drinking and kind of sulking over the loss of the defender. And then they all decided that day that they were just going to make a new defender, that they, they'd make it themselves and they would make it the way they wanted it, take all of the great things from the defender, the old defender, and fix a few of the quirks that they didn't like and make a more reliable, better off-road defender. And so if you look up INEOS, I-N-E-O-S, I-N-E-O-S. Grenadier G R Cycling. <laughs> yeah, G R E N A D I E R. Grenadier. And you look at it, it looks like an old Defender. But if you look oh, at all of it, it really the, does. Yeah. Oh yeah. But if you look at um wow, like a lot like even the little like almost identical on the back. Yeah. Um, but if you go into the details of how they're making it, this thing is so sweet. So, so how does Land Rover not have like the rights to that design or something? I I think that they're probably trying to uh, make it just different enough um, because if you look at it <clears throat> versus the Defender, I mean, it's um, almost. I mean, to me, it looks almost identical, but it's just, they've made it different in a few places. Anyway, they've, the INEOS is, it's supposed to be real simple. It's supposed to be off-road proven. It's probably going to tow better, tow more than the Bronco or the Wrangler. It's going to be a solid axle front and rear like the Wrangler. It's going to have a, um, just a cool a really awesome suspension it's i think they're using bmw engines uh diesel and and gas engines anyway i think it's going to be sweet it's probably going to be more expensive than the bronco and the wrangler but is it on the market or is it still uh, it's being developed i think they're still a year or two out um okay anyway the the christian slater movie was the 1990 wasn't skater kid he was he this i remember why i liked it he's like a radio dj like a like a uh what do you call those the radio where it's like you make your own frequency and do it from home or whatever um pump up the volume was a 1990 film and he's driving around the jeep at the top off it's pretty cool (laughs) so uh anyway it's kind of a cool cool time to be a four-wheel drive four by four lover um, but the reason why we're talking about the Bronco is because on occasion we talk about adventure vehicles. And I think that's going to be a sweet adventure vehicle. If you want something, uh, an alternative to a Jeep Wrangler, that's like the closest thing you can get. I think it's going to be maybe better off-road uh, at high speeds than the Wrangler, but maybe limited on the crawling only because... Uh, because it's independent front suspension, you might be a little bit limited on how much you can lift it and how big a tires you can fit. Um, there's so much you can do to a Wrangler. You can just make it like a, a complete crawling buggy if you want. 40-inch tires or bigger. Um, so so that's kind of limited, but I, I think the Bronco is pretty sweet. It's cool to have a little competition in there, and I think jeep and ford will kind of go back and forth and just push each other to get better and better which is pretty awesome it'll help ford's brand too yeah uh, i don't know if it needs help but it it does it will do that um pump up the volume storyline uh mark is an intel is an intelligent but shy teenager who has just moved to arizona from the east coast his parents give him a shortwave radio so he can talk to his pals 
because this is you know prior to cell phones and stuff but instead he sets up shop as a pirate dj hard harry who becomes a hero to his peers while inspiring the wrath of the local high school principal when one of harry's listeners commits suicide inspired chaos breaks out in the school and the authorities are called in to put a stop to harry's broadcast which is probably why i love podcasting because pump up the volume was podcasting on shortwave radio before podcasting became popular that is the storyline from 1990s pump up the volume starring christian slater <laughs> and jeeps and that's where and your jeep. love of jeep began mm, yeah or, or it, it certainly it helped pushed you over the edge certainly helped because i graduated high school in 92 so yeah that was part of the love affair with jeeps began with that movie nice. which is funny because he doesn't use the jeep for anything but trying to look cool like like he's not off-roading in it necessarily yeah he's he's evading the authorities which appealed to me at the time <laughs> maybe still such s- a rebel yeah i still think this is what i'd probably if you had the money if i had the money yeah i might too what is it land cruiser land cruiser there yeah. Oh, yeah i love land cruisers there's as well. i also didn't know that land cruisers were so expensive oh yeah <laughs> i like <laughs> yeah i knew that they were pricey but they based at eighty five thousand dollars I guess starting. That's, that's the Heritage that's, Edition. Well, that's the only option. Like, they've got the Heritage Edition and the normal one, which are both around 85000 Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, the Heritage is eighty-seven, but yeah. Oh, yeah, the other one's eighty-five. But there's that's the only option. You get it fully loaded or not mm-hmm. at all here which in the U.S. Which is great. But, uh, but they're sweet. They just run forever, and I wish they would bring a... I wish they could bring a diesel version to the U.S., though. That'd be sweet. So you can get better than 13 miles per gallon. Yep. Anyway, that's our uh, that's our adventure vehicle car talk for for this week. We don't do yep. that very often, but it's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. I'm excited about the new Bronco. I'm excited about off road adventure vehicles. Anyway, one of these days when they actually come out with like the uh, um, what's that that electric truck and suv the rivian um, the rivian and stuff like that like, that was the one comment i saw on facebook was well on bronco well, it's not electric i'm like well step one yeah they'll get <laughs> yeah. There. let's get there for yeah. sure but uh but like the rivian and stuff when those come out th- those will be pretty sweet too to to think of what electric cars can do for adventure vehicles you know my i was talking to my brother because he's a big uh off-road four by four vehicle fan as well and we were talking about electric vehicles, and he said, "Well, yeah, it'll be cool when it gets there, but it's not, it's not there yet because, you know, you, you can carry extra gas with you if you're wanting to go on a real long off-road adventure. You can't really charge your electric vehicle. You can't get enough from solar panels and stuff yeah. like that at this point. And so, it'll get there eventually. And I'm excited to see where technology takes that, because um, it." You know, it would be sweet to be clear in the backcountry in your vehicle in a silent electric vehicle. It's silent. And what would be even cooler is like if you just, if you ran out of charge, you could charge it through your solar panels somehow. Yeah, just lay some solar panels out and take a day, camp for a day and just let it recharge. Worst case scenario, yeah. Just stay an extra day and recharge it and then go on to destination number two. Yeah, that would be, (laughs) that would be sweet. Well, one day, one day we'll get there. It'll be fun. Alrighty. Well, thanks for joining us for our car talk today on the Gear 30 Podcast. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode or any of our other episodes, please leave us a friendly review, if you would, and don't forget to subscribe. 
Um, check out gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for uh, some of the best outdoor gear and some of the best deals online that you can find for, for great outdoor gear. Um,